What's up? This is Matt Dietz, and this is Simply Explaining Insurance. This is the show where I tell you what you need to know about insurance in a way that you can understand it. Because I know what you don't know about insurance, and I know what you need to know. Hey, I got something new for you today. There's a lot of talk about uh, pivoting and going and selling other products if you are in the industry. And I have a free resource for you that will help you sell commercial insurance. So if you're just getting your foot in the door or you need a little shot in the arm, um, I pulled something out of my master program to teach you how to sell workers' comp. And uh, it's a real quick 101. Workers' comp is one of the easiest products to sell and it's a gateway to the rest of the account. So if you text me 208-213-8809 and you text me commercial, I will send you this free resource. All right, 208-213-8809, get in. Hey, what's up? All right, today I want to share a story of something that happened in my agency that is loaded with lessons, okay? So once in a while, we get an email or I get an email from my commercial department that says, hey, we completed an audit of this company that you insure and it's resulted in a 15% or larger draft that's going to occur on their next automatic payment. So this is a nice little defense mechanism so that nobody's really surprised and we can kind of grab it and uh, see what's going on before the client has a large amount of money taken out of their account that they're not expecting, okay? Sometimes the 15% is lower. So if we overcharge them because we had too much payroll on the policy and the audit came in and they, wow, they had significantly less payroll, you know, there's a chance they don't owe anything. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes it's significantly more, okay? And when it's more, we want to get in there, find out what's going on, and then see uh, what we can do to make it right or alert the client that this is happening or figure it out. So I got one of these. It came in. And it was a large amount that's going, this company was going to get uh, a large bill, okay, uh, upwards of $35,000, okay. And I saw that and fell out of my chair originally and needed to look into what was going on here. So this is an HVAC company that we insure. This is a general liability audit, okay. Honestly, we do not see a lot of these. We see work comp audits every year, right? It's it's mandatory to do work comp audits. I, in my career, have not seen a lot of general liability audits with the carriers that I write with predominantly. So, so this came through and I had to figure out how to handle this situation, right? I didn't want to call the client right away and be like, hey, you got a big bill coming, just a heads up. So I called my audit department and we started going to work. So I called my audit department and I said, hey, well, the first thing I did was I looked at the bill, okay? When you look at the bill, you can see how much payroll came through on the audit. And in this case, it was about one and a half million dollars worth of payroll is what my audit comp or what my company said we should have charged for. We should have charged for one and a half million dollars worth of payroll. This company is set up right now that shows it has four hundred thousand dollars worth of payroll. Okay, four hundred thousand. We charge them for four hundred thousand, and the audit uncovered one and a half million of payroll, which triggered this bill. So, so I look at it and I'm like, all right, well, is this right? You know, that's the next question. Is this 
is this sometimes it's a mistake. Like we've had this come across and we were able to sometimes someone got like double charged or something like that, or there was a class code that they got charged for that wasn't right. So we want to look at it first before we panic. Well, after looking at it and I'm like, this could be right. Like, I don't know how much payroll we, I don't have this company's work comp. Okay. So I don't have a resource to go and find to line this up with. So eventually I was like, all right, I got to, I got to talk to the owner. All right. His name's Keith. Super nice guy. Been a client of mine for a long time. Uh, so I call Keith and I'm like, and he doesn't answer. So I sent him a text. I'm like, Keith, Hey, the results of your audit came in. I want to go over them with you. Send it. Okay. I don't hear back from him for a couple of days. I'm like, all right, well, so then I call him again and I leave a message. It's like, Hey Keith, the results of your audit came in. I want to go over them with you. He doesn't call back. So it's been like three days. So now you've got a decision to make, right? As an agency owner, this is not a conversation. I've talked about this before and we're getting away from this, but having conversations face to face is the best way to do business. It will always be the best way to do business. Okay. We have all these tools and these ways to communicate in light speed, but that does not mean that's the way we should do it. Okay. I wanted to get in front of Keith. I wanted to scratch out what happened. I wanted to put the paperwork in front of me. Look, this is what they found out. This is why this happened. And I was picturing it in my mind. I'm like, I got to go over this with Keith in person. I do not want to do it over the phone with him. I, you know, some agents might ignore this thing altogether. You know, please don't do that. Cause this is just, it's not going to go away. Right. His account's going to get hit because they'll take the whole thing. They'll take the full $36,000 on the next draft. Okay. Right out of their business account. Okay. That creates a whole slew of problems. You can't ignore these things. Okay. I guess you could, but it would be bad for you. Okay. The other thing is like, if he didn't, he didn't return my call or my text. I was like, well, gosh, I guess I could send an email breaking this down and doing it in an email form. And I pondered that for a minute. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just, if he's not going to call me back, like I, I got to get this information to him somehow. This is important. I could have used a scare tactic. You know, I can be like, Hey Keith, you have a $36,000 bill coming. Call me. You know, I don't want to do that either. So I, I waited and I waited and he, he did, he finally called back on like the fourth or fifth day for a completely different reason. He's like, Hey, can you email me some certs? And we're like, sure. He's like, I also got your message. He's like, what's going on with that? I was like, well, this is what happened. Like, and I just kind of started from scratch. I was like, look, your general liability policy is based on payroll. Okay. Much like your, much like your workers comp conversation or sorry, I'm trying to turn this damn phone off because it's people are blowing me up. Like your workers comp policy is based on payroll. So is your general liability policy. Okay. It doesn't look like your payroll has been updated in a few years. And so what's happened is your policy was showing $400,000 for the payroll. The audit uncovered 1.5 million and it triggered a $36,000 bill. I want to go over this with you in person. And like I said, this guy's a sweetheart. And he said, he goes, well, you know what? That doesn't sound right, man. He's like, 1.5 million of payroll does not sound right because we're only charging for payroll for techs that are out in the field doing install and repair. Okay. We don't put in payroll for the clerical work or the service work or the people handling the phones and the scheduling. We're doing it. We're putting payroll down for people that are going in the field, installing and repairing these things. Okay. So that's, that's an important distinction to make. So he says, Matt, that doesn't sound like 
that doesn't sound right. I don't think I had 1.5 million in payroll for my techs that are out in the field. And that made me feel a little bit better. I was like, okay, good. Anyway, I go and I set an appointment with him uh, the following week. And I go in and I meet with him and his accountant and uh, his office manager, who is his daughter. And he's super nice. He's like, hey, Matt, how's it going? You know, how you been? And so I felt lucky that this audit hit this company because he's so nice and friendly. And like we've done a historically, we've done a great job for this company. We're, we're, this is a good account for me. And, um, I want to make sure that this, this goes smoothly. Okay. So I walked him through it. I walked his accountant through it and they immediately were like, okay, all of these, cause I had a full audit with like every single employee and their payroll was laid out on this big spreadsheet and we pull it out and look at it and they start highlighting like all of these people are not tax. And so we peeled out a bunch of payroll because they were classified wrong. So we're going to go back and it's probably going to wipe out, you know, six, 600,000 of that payroll. So he's still going to get a bill, right? It's still going to be, he probably still has 900,000 of payroll instead of 1.5, which means he's still going to get a bill of like probably $12,000 or something like that. But sometimes these things are wrong. Okay. So there's a formal process you have to go through. It's an audit dispute. And I sat down and I was like, sign this form, man. Like we're going to, we're going to dispute this and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get this lower for you because if it's wrong, you shouldn't have to pay for it, of course. Right. So anyway, I'm working with the accountant and I'm working with his daughter and we're, we're going to straighten this out. So what's going to happen is he's going to, once we get run this through, so we have to stop the billing. So I had my office call commercial billing and say, Hey, put a pause on this. Please do not draft next month. We're disputing an audit. Like this is, this happens. So they will do it. They, they'll make sure that this does not draft from the account. If this takes a while, if this takes a month or six weeks, which it might, you know, we'll monitor it and make sure they make a manual, normal payment. You know, we'll call on a payment, like a normal payment, because they're on automatic draft, remember. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to get this lower. The other, so once this audit is complete, we have to up their current payroll. It's still at 400000 right? we got to up it to whatever it's going to be. And, you know, the policy is going to go up a little bit, but he's he's not covered proper. I mean, the policy isn't right right now. You know, this is why we encourage, you know, annual reviews. That's why we reach out to our business owners every year to make sure this stuff is lined up. So I just wanted to share that with you. It was kind of, you know, those can go any number of ways. Okay. And then what we did immediately is we ran an audit of all of these companies in my agency that we ensure that are based off of payroll that are not workers comp policies. So generally for me, these are like, you know, HVAC, obviously plumbers, electric artisan contractors, plumbers, electricians, painters, also auto shops, mechanics. Those are based on payroll too. So we did an audit of those companies and we had kind of a crash course. Let's make sure the payroll is right on all of these. And we're protecting everybody that way. So this doesn't happen again. There are no surprises. So anyway, it was a good, it worked out as well as it could have, you know, because that can be a shock to a business owner to get a bill like that. I think we handled it very well. We're going to we're going to hold this thing's hand all the way through to make sure that it's handled properly, that, you know, the bill gets paid and uh, that we update the policy. Another thing that you can do, at least we can do with our company, is we can... You can get a payment agreement 
and you can spread that bill out. If it if it was right and he had a $36,000 bill that he had to pay, you can spread that out over, in our case, it would have been five months because it has to be all paid up by renewal. His policy renews in August. So we would have been able to do a payment agreement where we would have been able to slice that $36,000 over five payments and it would have been whatever, 6500 a month added to his regular premium. But I think it's going to be significantly lower than that. So anyway, I just want to give you a heads up. This kind of stuff can happen. Maybe you should check out and audit your artisan contractor payroll. Make sure that doesn't happen. And, you know, just let your clients know that this, this is the insurance company has every right to audit all that they can audit sales. They can audit payroll, you know, so it's in the contract. They say, Hey, look, we, we have the right to audit whenever we want. And so there wasn't anything that was, that was done wrong or, but it was kind of a surprise. Cause like we haven't seen a lot of it in, in a long, long time. Anyway, I just wanted to share that with you so that you know what happens. Maybe you know how to handle it. And maybe you can prevent it, okay? So there you go. I'll make the mistakes for you guys, okay? There you go. My name is Matt. This is Agency Launch. You can find me all over the place. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm very active on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Deets Agency. And also, don't forget, send me a text, 208-213-8809. Send me the word commercial, and I'll hook you up with a resource from my master course, which is at agencylaunch.net. Check it out. Thanks for listening. And be safe.